0: Welcome to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. I'm your host, Candace Sampson. We're midway through the summer already, and before the drum starts beating on back-to-school shopping and cooler weather, I hope you're taking advantage of our very short summer season here in Canada by taking the time to kick back and relax while you enjoy today's show. We're kicking things off this week with Denise Chand from the Sacred Space Coaching, who has been helping us move out of a rut. This week, though, she's going against the grain and encouraging us to burn some bridges. Mental bridges, that is. New entertainment is plentiful this week, and Anne Brody tries to get through as much of it as she can, starting with Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which Anne calls enchanting. Winona Ryder plays Kath in a weird and unsettling number called Gone in the Night. Trust me, even the trailer will give you chills for this one. Plus, so much more you'll have to head over to whatshesaidtalk.com to get them all. Imagine if a Groupon changed your entire career path. That's what happened for Aaliyah Kanani, a former flight attendant turned international comedian and award-winning actress. Aaliyah joins me to discuss her latest show and where she's off to next to deliver some much-needed laughter. If you're looking for the perfect girls getaway, then you'll want to stick around for my interview with Lisa McLean from La Boat Vacations based out of Smith's Falls. Ontario's best kept secret, that is until now, La Boat serves up the perfect vacay for your girlfriends on the picturesque Rideau waterway. Jennifer Geneve is a married mom of two and entrepreneur with a successful skincare business who stepped back and took a hard look at her life a couple of years ago and decided to make some changes. She joins me today to share how she started her fitness journey and has now hiked or run for just over 700 days consecutively with no plans to stop soon. Finally, the tightening of the belt continues for most Canadians, so I've decided to re-air an interview with Kathleen Cassidy for Living on a Looney. An extreme couponer, freebie lover, and a financial friend, Kathleen takes us through tips and tricks of how to save money in Canada and even get some stuff for free. It's another full week at what she said with interviews that empower, educate, and entertain. So let's jump in right now on 105.9 The Region the Since January, Denise Chand and Jennifer John from the Sacred Space Coaching have been helping us get out of a rut with sound advice and expert tips for moving life in the direction you want it to go. Today though we're talking about something that makes me smile. burning bridges. We're often told to never do that, but get your matches out ladies because that is not what Denise Chand is advising today. She's letting you burn those things down. So welcome back to the show, Denise. Let's get into it. Tell
1: me why tell me why uh, you know we want to burn that mental bridge down. Well, these are unhealthy mental bridges. These are things that we mentally link ourselves to. So whether it's our past, it's um, a bad behavioral pattern, a way of thinking, toxic friendship, relationships, anything, resentment, anything that is, those are links that's linking us to these things that are causing us undue stress and keeping us held back and eventually sabotaging our life but and those are the bridges those are the unhealthy bridges that i'm saying get the match out and let's set them on fire.
0: Yeah, and it's funny how we do attach ourselves to certain things and we can get bogged down in you know, yeah, like you said like resentment for example is a perfect one. I think oftentimes people get bogged down in resentment and then all decisions sort of lead from that space which is not healthy. Um so you i mean you can give us the the you know We can say that expression, burn the bridges, but we need action. So what are some of the actions we need to take to do this?
1: I can give you 10 ways to do it, 100 ways to do it. But the first and the most important thing is intention. You have to be intentional about what it is that you want to do. What it is, you have to be able to separate yourself. Well, First of all, like to understand yourself. You have to come to that place of understanding yourself. What is it that's causing me? What is what is this behavior, this thought pattern, this resentment I have towards my past, whether it's an ex, whether it's a job, a friendship, whatever it is, you have to first come to understand what it is about that person, what it is about that situation that's causing you to feel this resentment or not even just resentment; it could be anything that's making you think negatively about yourself. It could be, it could be something about yourself. So the first thing is to understand that what it is, and why are you reacting this way? And if it is a resentment from a past, like a friendship, or relationship, whatever it is, okay, you acknowledge it, you accept the situation. Whether it's let's just use an example of a relationship you know, uh, ex did something to you, hurt you, whatever it is. And now you understand what happened. You're dealing with the emotion. But that person, or whether it's a friendship, whatever it is, they're going on with their lives. They're sleeping at night. They're dreaming. They're in la-la land. They're waking up the next day looking young and vibrant and ready to conquer whatever that day is. And you're waking up with dark circles and looking so haggard and carrying the weight, the weight down you. So it's just not. I,
0: I, I like that. I love that that you say that because it's true. You know, the other person is just moving on with things, but to get to that space where you, um, you know, you can understand that you're sort of the problem requires you. There's a mindset shift that has to happen, right? Because you can't you can't be looking to put the blame on other people. You have to look back at yourself and say, I'm, I'm carrying this. Is that
1: right? It's true. It is. You have to come to that point and you do, you have to, again, like not putting 100% blame on the other person, whether or not they were right, or you, and you were wrong, or, they, or you're right or whatever it is, but you have to take some accountability, some responsibility and say, you know what? Enough is Enough. I got to take care of me. I got to stop this. I just can't sit sit here and reliving, reliving and keep rehashing, rehashing and just entertain those thoughts and over and over and over again and living in a rabbit hole rather than you should be living in a space of just elevating your life and moving forward. Again, we go back to that person or what our friendship, whatever it is, they're going on with their lives or what's happening to you. You're just sitting here stuck. And you want to get unstuck and unstuck is, is come to that place of acceptance. I, I know it's easy to say, but it's not, it's hard, but we have to be intentional. I got to do this. Enough is enough. Yeah. I love that. You know, I, I
0: could, I could sit and talk about this forever because, you know, I personally went through quite a journey where somebody was deliberately trying to harm me and it has set me back. And in order to move forward though, I have to let go of that. I cannot continue to lay blame, or I'm just going to sit here in this, you know, pity party, <laughs> and that doesn't do anybody any good. So I, I feel this one uh, in a big way, burning that that bridge you have to that 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 thing or whatever it is that's holding you back. I feel this this in a big way. You talk about releasing yourself
1: from things. What does that look like? Releasing yourself actually means, like, how I, what, what, when I give, you know, my clients advice on how to release themselves is basically coming to that place of understanding yourself, first of all, understanding yourself, understanding what it is that is causing all this negativity, the stress, whatever it is, and then looking at it from a different perspective. As you said earlier, and what we've been um, saying for the past couple months is shifting your mindset. And that is the key. I know it sounds like a, like a, a this terminology now that's being used so often, but it is so important. Shifting your mind is how you look at something. The way you look at it is just reconceptualizing it, how you look at it, instead of just looking it through this, this pigeonhole, that's the way it is, step back. And then understanding yourself, okay, you know what, this friendship is causing me this. I'm always feeling that I'm breaking, um, you know, boundaries are being broken. I have nothing said. I'm dependent on people, whatever it is, and it's not helping me. So once you come now to understanding it and understanding the situation, understanding what that person, whatever it is it's causing that type of stress upon you, you step back. And when you release yourself and you say, you know what? Okay, I understand this. I see what this is. This friendship is not good for me. This relationship is not good for me. It's causing me this. I'm drained. I can't function. I'm getting sick. I feel disconnected from everything. And I've just got to let go. And then you release yourself. You're giving yourself permission, basically saying, you know what? It's okay to walk away. It's not helping me. It's not, and you step back, and then what happens when you think of things differently and look and shift your mindset? Clarity comes, and that's when you come with a positive outlook for yourself and you move on. You truly move on, and you leave the past what it is. You learn your lesson and you move on. That's what releasing yourself is about.
0: Yeah, I really love that, and I really love sort of that. You know, I think people think a mindset shift is like this real, like airy fairy thing that you do, like this hippie thing. It's not. And there's science to back this. I just just before this call, uh, you know, of, of us having this interview, I, I came across this study that was done about stress and they they divided these groups into two groups. They told the one group what happens to your body when with stress it makes you sick, it, you know it does all of these things. They told the other group that stress helps you out, it helps you problem solve. And you know, they looked at that uh, these two groups and you can guess which one did better, right? The group that understood that stress could sometimes be helpful fared much better with that knowledge. So it really, it is powerful. It's
1: really, really powerful. I wish more people understood how powerful it is to, to look at things differently. It is. And if you and and also what I like, what people really need to understand as well, too, is when you look at what stress does to the body, it and what it does, it's yes, there is good stress and there is like those unhealthy stress, but with a, you know, coming out of pandemic and everything that's happening and it, the, everything in personal life, everything. It is how you look at something. And that is the only way you'll be able to manage it. And again, Candice, we can speak right now, but it's not easy. It can actually be painful, fearful, but the first step is knowing that it helps. And it's just one step at a time, one day at a time to get to where you have to go.
0: Yeah. I, I, absolutely, I absolutely love this. So um, I want people to be able to, you know, obviously just, I know we've been doing this since January and I want people to just find you, be able to go back through the information you've shared here previously, uh, you know, join your 21 day challenge, but they can all do that uh, through your website. So where can they find that?
1: It's um, yeah. Just contact us at um, that dash just sacred space.com. And everything about us is there Our all our social media everything that's how everyone can re- reach us to the facebook link everything
0: all right amazing denise thanks so much it's always such a pleasure talking to you i have all these light bulb moments whenever i'm talking to you so thank you for joining me again thank you
2: and i know it could not happen
3: More with Candace Sampson and What She Said coming up on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to What She Said with Candace Sampson on 105.9 The Region.
0: It's time to find out what's new in entertainment this week with Ann Brody. Ann, what do you have for us this week?
4: Well, there's a theme, there's a double theme this week of high fashion, couture, and spies. And the first one, I've been looking forward to this film, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, for quite some time. It's um, in theaters today and Netflix July 22nd. Leslie Manville, who's made two fashion films already, Phantom of the Thread and The Crown, stars as one of the invisible women, a cleaning woman in London. Whose clients, who are very wealthy, tend not to pair. One day, she sees a Dior gown in the cupboard of one of her clients, and something comes over her. She has to have one. They're five hundred pounds, which she certainly can't afford, and she would have to go to Paris. So she she does extra work. She gambles at the racetrack, and then, out of the blue, the government sends her a pension for her late husband who died during the war. So she makes her way over dressed in her cleaning lady garb because she doesn't have anything else. And uh, Isabelle Ubert plays a concierge who kicks her out. But then a fellow finds her and she comes in and she finds this world of high fashion and people who fall in love with her because of her personality. And she helps, believe it or not, the House of Dior out of a jam. And they help her. Honest to God, you know, I, I read that it was enchanting and that always puts me off. But when it ended, I had a tear in my eye and a lump in my throat. And I've had so much eye candy, just wonderful.
0: Yeah, I have to. I have to say, I was completely enamored with just the trailer. Uh, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see this one. It just looks like such a great, great story. It's perfect escapism. Yeah. Okay. What's up next?
4: Um, and then another style one is about. Uh, uh, it used to be called Carabana, and sometimes it's still referred to that, but it's the um, Toronto Caribbean Festival, which in, uh, includes, the major part of it is this uh, parade of costumes. And um, there's a competition for Queen of Carnival. These outfits, they carry them on metal structures, all these feathers and stuff, the big runway, not in, not in the street parade. And they weigh so much, and it's like them the girls carrying a small house across the stage you can see them struggling, but these costumes are just absolutely eye popping. And it focuses on two sisters who've been involved in the parade, you know, their whole lives. Um, Joelle and Mishka Crichton. Uh, Joelle is a bit of a superstar. She's won queen eight times, and this is her chance to win a ninth time. So it was shot two years ago when Caravana was live. Um, it's kind of nerve wracking watching her go through all her fears and getting her group together. And she's so stressed and she's so bossy and it's just really fun to watch. So that's a great one. It's on TVOD becoming a queen on the 19th.
0: Okay. We have to to talk about gone in the night because the trailer I was just on the edge of my seat watching the trailer. So tell me about this one.
4: Unreal. Well, Winona Ryder's back, and my God, she looks great. She hasn't had any face work. She looks terrific. So she's she and her much younger boyfriend are out driving to a weekend getaway. They've rented a cabin, and they arrive late and tired, and there's another couple there, and there's a lot of uh, stress between them. But eventually, they're allowed to stay the night. Well, the woman in the couple who's there already – Goes after her boyfriend. And so she she just can't take anymore. She's tired and worn out. Doesn't want to cope. So she goes to bed. Next day, the two of them have gone. She can't find them anywhere. She calls the person who rented out the, the uh, cabin to them. He meets her in the city and offers to help. Oh, God, I don't want to give anything away. They go back to the, to the cabin and begin their investigation. And it's just bigger than she ever imagined. So I'm going to leave that for people to find out on their own. It's in uh, select theaters and TVOD, gone in the night.
0: Okay, we have about a minute left, Anne. Um, What else do you want to get to?
4: There's a story of a a true story of a female spy who's uh, done something wrong. Her whole crew was uh, killed in in the Middle East. She's told to do this one final assignment and then she'll get her pension. She's desperate. So she's assigned to go to L.A. and befriend a young man who is the guard of the half sister of MBS, Mohammed bin Salman, who, who I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes last night, but he's a he's a a psychopathic, murderous ruler, crown prince of Saudi, Amer- uh, Saudi um, Arabia. So, anyway, it's on her efforts to find out what's going on. And it's just very, very, very tense.
0: It's a true story, I heard, right?
4: Yeah, it's true. You can't believe these things go on. Yeah. And that is on TVOD.
0: Okay. Uh, and you have this and a whole lot more, uh, including uh, your thoughts on the gray man, Signora Volpe, and others, uh, on what she said talk.com. And we will see you next week.
4: We will got
5: a girl with California eyes, and I thought that she could really be the one this time. but I never got the chance to make a mine because she fell in love a little thin white lines. Lunding
2: go where it's you, we never told no one but we looked.
0: One of the greatest skills a person can have, in my humble opinion, is the ability to find humour in the face of adversity, and let's face it, we're all living through a lot of adversity right now. Aliyah Kanani is a comedian, actor, and writer based in Canada, known for her playful and mischievous personality. Her solo show, Where You From From, sold out at the Last Just for Laughs Festival, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, and World Fringe. She was also recently nominated for a Canadian Academy Award for Best Performance by a leading actress for her role in the Best Motion Picture Film, Scarborough. She joins me now to share how she finds inspiration for her comedy shows and what's coming up next for her. Welcome to the show, Aaliyah. Hi. Thank you so
2: much for having me, Candace.
0: I, um, you know, we were chatting prior to this interview and I really love what you represent about comedy because I find sometimes comedy can be sort of biting and cutting and that's not how you operate. What, what, how do you make your audience feel comfortable?
2: Uh, You know, I honestly, I feel like I have a contract with my audience. They came to feel good. They're going to leave feeling good. That's, that's, that's key for me. Um, I really do try to invite folks into the conversations that I want to have. Uh, because there are some messages and some conversations that I, I do, uh, you know, sort of weave into my comedy. Um, and I find that it's a beautiful uh, sort of balance to be able to use comedy and humor to disarm folks. Uh, and really get them listening to things that are otherwise sometimes hard to digest, you know, conversations about society, expectations, identity are some of the topics that I bring up in my comedy, which when, you know, I I say them in that order, don't sound funny. So there are layers of jokes and silly and play that I add to it to make sure that we're having a good time. Uh, nobody's being, uh, punished. Nobody's being made fun of, uh, you know, (laughs) directly, you know, in my stories, you know, my personal experiences, we have characters that we can make fun of. You know, and, uh, you know, the folks that, that I've interacted with, which will all remain anonymous but are all very true, uh, they, uh, they pop up and, and we, we, you know, kind of uh, get to talk about certain issues through the experiences that I share um, rather than, you know, calling out folks in the audience. It's more of a call in and let's share this moment together.
0: Prior to becoming a comedian, you were a flight attendant. You've traveled all over the world with your family. You lived in Tanzania for a time. Um, you know, how has your world perspective shaped your sense of humor? Uh, you know, because we can oftentimes, if we don't see the rest of the world, we we don't get that really unique perspective that you must have traveling all over.
2: Yeah, I, you know, to be honest with you, I think that that has been a, a real, um, gift to be able to have had those experiences in the past I can now bring them into my comedy and really find a way of communicating in a very universal way you know I, I've been able to tour my show internationally uh, you know people ask all the time does your humor translate in Australia in the states and all these places and I'm like, yeah I've been funny all over the world before I started doing comedy <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, And also I think that uh, you know thematically the the stuff that I talk about, Uh, you know, the, the subjects are, are also something that are universal in the sense of they, they, uh, affect and relate to all of humankind. So everybody in my audience is going to feel, uh, a a connection to the work and it's going to resonate with everyone because these are topics that we all, uh, have, uh, experienced.
0: You know, I, it's funny talking to you right now. Did you, set out to think, oh, I'm gonna be a comedian and uh nominated for an Academy Award and or oh. or was this sort of you just landed here almost by accident because I
2: thought a hundred percent by accident.
0: Yeah, I see I love that because I think it gives people hope and inspiration. Hey, like I, who knows where I'm gonna be. I'm not stuck in this role.
2: Yeah, I absolutely believe that. I, I have to tell you that uh, and so often folks ask me about like some of the the, the things that I've done and the adventures I've been on in my life. And it's always just been because I've said, let's try and see what happens. Regardless, it'll be a good time, you know? And, and so when I started comedy, uh, it was not at all with the intention of, I'll tell you very briefly, I was actually, uh, you know, I would travel around so often when I was a flight attendant on my own with these flight passes. And that was a huge passion of mine to just immerse myself in different cultures and see different, you know, things and meet folks. And, and that was a big thing. Now suddenly I was grounded. Uh, Somebody very close to me was not well. And so I stopped traveling and I was stir crazy. So I signed up for Groupons trying to take classes for yoga and Zumba and do things to keep myself busy. And then I got a Groupon for a comedy writing class and I thought that looks fun. (laughs) And I promise when I tell folks I started because of a Groupon this career it's, you know, it's, it's, it is quite funny, you know, that it started that way. But I mean, I feel like that is my, the story of my entire life. It's like accidentally on purpose, you know, and I just people can't see me right now. But my cheeks hurt, because I'm smiling
0: so much listening to this story. I love that you found a career through Groupon. Um, you know what, I, I I just love talking to you. I want people to be able to connect with you. You have your final show today in Toronto. Uh, people can maybe still get tickets if they what's what's the website they should go to for that?
2: Uh, So if they go to the Fringe website or if they hang on to any of my website, my social media, they'll be able to find the links for the tickets. I would advise them to get them before showing up at the door. We did have to turn folks away uh, on opening night and I would hate for that to happen, uh, you know, uh, again. So definitely check online first and see if you can snag some tickets. I would love for your listeners to come join.
0: Okay, so that's tonight in Toronto. And then you're off to Scotland after this for the biggest festival in the world. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's right. Yes, it's the biggest international stage in the world. Thousands of shows happening, uh, in Edinburgh. I've been told by so many folks in the industry, brace yourself because it is, it's a circus. It's an explosion of artists. I'm so excited, you know, to be part of it and also to, to, to see other artists, you know, and it's not just comedians. It's artists of all different genres. You know, I'll be able to see acrobats and musicians and, and, and people doing live painting and who knows what else it'll be a really cool experience i'm looking forward amazing to it. I'm incredible well i know if
0: people can't make it to scotland to see you they may want to follow you on social media and and on your website so if you could share that with my listeners that'd be great
2: oh, yes i'd be honored uh my website aliakanani.com or all my social medias are the same handle uh it's at Aaliyah comedy, so that'll be a-l-i-y-a-k-o-m-e-d-y Incredible!
0: Thank you so much for joining. You are a true inspiration. I'm sure somebody today is going. I'm going to look for a Groupon.
2: <laughs> All right, thanks so much, Aaliyah. Thank you,
1: Candace.
3: More with Candace Sampson and what she said coming up on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to What She Said with Candace Sampson on 105.9 The Region.
0: In April, I was joined by Lisa McLean from La Boat Vacations based in Smiths Falls, Ontario, to discuss why La Boat Holidays are the perfect summer escape. Since that time, I've had the opportunity to experience La for myself with a group of my girlfriends, and I knew I just had to have Lisa back to discuss, because this vacation is truly the perfect girls getaway right here in Ontario that comes complete with an idyllic backdrop, adorable towns to visit, and a little bit of empowerment tossed in for good measure. Welcome back to the show,
5: Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. And I'm uh, super excited to talk about your own Le Boat experience with your audience.
0: It was okay. So I have to say, I mean, we talked about it. I've heard about it. I, you know, I didn't really get it. Until I did it myself. And there is an incredible feeling that comes with being, and there's a metaphor for this in life, I'm sure, to being the captain of your own ship. And it was, wow, just incredible. But what I think the most important part to get across to people is that it's easy, right?
5: Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people don't know that you can rent our boats, um, our new Horizon cruisers with no boat license or any previous boating experience. Like you said, um, our team really does make it easy. The controls on the boat have really been simplified. All of our boats have bound stern thrusters. And of course, we take you through an hour and a half to two hour training to make sure that you're you and your crew are 100% comfortable operating the boat by yourself.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, I did that, that the, the two-hour training, of course, and, and we had a great time. And, you know, the, my crew, I love saying that, my girlfriends, my crew got into that. And um, we really had a great time. But I have to also say that once you're out on your own, the lockmasters are amazing.
5: Yeah, all the locks in Canada are operated by Parks Canada, and like you said, they're all friendly, they're there to help you, they know that you're a new boater, and they're like concierges for the Rideau Canal, because they really give you lots of tips and tricks and suggestions, and are there to help you park and moor the boat, as well as welcome you to their little seclusion on the Rideau Canal as well.
0: Yeah, I have to give a little bit of a shout out to Ian at Beverages Locks, who on our first sort of, you know, uh, on our own docking, pulling in, he was just calm and was able to bring us in uh, beautifully on the dock. And it was just such a really feel good moment. And also some, some real bonding going on on the boat between all of the, the people there, because we did become a team. We had to make sure we were tied correctly and that everybody was playing their role to get us in. And I, the other thing I think that a lot of people might think is, oh, you know, the boats are so small. Our boat was a 50-foot boat, and we had, at one point, 11 women on the boat, and we had tons of room, which is why your boats are so unique, because they're custom-built,
5: right? Correct. Um, Our boats actually range. We have five different models to choose from, ranging from two-bedroom, three-bedroom, four-bedroom, and five-bedroom, which is our biggest, like you said. Um, it's almost 50 feet it's 49 feet long Um, it comes with five cabins that can be set up as singles or doubles and that boat does sleep up to 12 people and it is perfect for large groups or families who want to get together and travel and similar to what you did sometimes people have people join them midway and hop off um, or can have the whole group with you cruising all at once Let's talk a little bit about some
0: of the hesitations people might have then uh, with going out on a boat, because we've, we've addressed the first one. You don't need a special license. You do get the training. What are some of the other concerns you hear from people uh, prior to booking with you?
5: I realize it's a floating cottage, so it does come with everything you need. It's got all the dishes, pots and pans, tea kettles, um, coffee pot. Um, or a French press, um, as well as a top deck barbecue. So you really just need to bring your food for the week and your clothing um, and your sunscreen, of course. Um, I also think people really think it's difficult to navigate, um, but Le Boat does um, give you all the navigation tools that you need, as well as um, walk you through the navigation of how to do the route. And we also can provide you with a sample itinerary so you know what the cruising time is between lock stations or destinations. Um, But I think mostly it's just the biggest fear of driving the boat for the first time. Um, A lot of people rely on their husbands or their brothers to drive the boats. But as you mentioned, we really wanna put out the message that really you don't need a man to drive the boat. This is very easy. Um, anybody can drive the boat. If you can drive a car, you can drive one of our boats, which is what we like to say. And of course, it's perfect for a girl's getaway, just like you experienced.
0: You know, I would say too, I, I will go miles out of my way to avoid parallel parking, but I successfully was able to bring a 50 foot boat in between two other boats on a dock. I mean, what a moment that was. Uh, it's one of those stories that's going to be legendary among my friend group now for years to come is, is doing that and doing this trip. But now we're hooked. We are, we are committed. We just love this experience. What kind of what you know, you must have a, an amazing repeat business once people experience La
5: yeah, I think um, a lot of people try in Canada before they try it in Europe. We actually have been around for 50 years. Um, so we have lots of destinations in Europe to choose from, including France, um, Amsterdam and the Netherlands, Belgium, Scotland, Ireland, um, England, as well as uh, Italy, we have a fantastic cruising destination in Italy. So you can cruise yourself into Venice and Murano and Burano, as well as Germany. So I think like you said, um, it's really great to be able to try it in Canada and really get your feet wet and build that confidence before you rent it in a foreign country. Um, But all the Lockmasters in Europe are just as friendly as Parks Canada, all of our European team speaks English, Um, all of the boat navigation tools come in all different languages including English so if you can drive a boat here you would have a fantastic journey doing it in uh, a European waterway um, where cruising on a canal boat is really a way of life there. Um, Here it seems like it's a new travel concept but it's actually been around for over 50 years in Europe and we're so excited to bring this luxury boating holiday to the masses in Canada.
0: Yeah, and now is really the perfect time to experience the boat. I mean, with the long delays that are at the airports, if you're in Canada and you're looking for a holiday, you know, this is the time to book and to, to get on this. Uh, it's such a great experience and it's easy, you can easily get to it, right? It's, you're in Smiths Falls, so uh, getting there is easy from anywhere across Ontario.
5: Yeah, I think people forget that the Rideau Canal, everyone is aware of the Rideau Canal in Ottawa, Um, But they don't know it stretches 202 kilometers as a continuous waterway from uh, Kingston all the way up to Ottawa. Um, I think we all know of the Rideau Canal if you're Canadian for skating and being the world's largest skating rink. But we really forget that it's actually a waterway in the summertime. And I think it's Ontario's best kept secret because I know myself, I'm always uh, in traffic on the 400 going up to the Muskoka's or trying to go to Sandbank's or even to Algonquin Park. Um, but the cruising ground on the Rideau Canal, people don't realize, is a multitude of winding rivers, wide open lakes, as well as um, beautiful waterways that is very reminiscent to cruising in Muskoka or Algonquin or even the Thousand Islands.
0: I have to agree when you say Ontario's best kept secret because our time out on the water was so peaceful and calm. And then, you know, to pull into like a small town like Westport, where they have all of these adorable shops and incredible uh, restaurants. Plus, uh, there was a winery we went to there, uh, Shurman Winery, which was just uh, a beautiful, lovely experience. We ate outside underneath a tent. and The food was incredible. The wine was incredible. I mean, it really couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, but, you know, when people are booking with you, uh, how many different itineraries are available to them on the readout? Or can they custom do it?
5: Um, Yeah, um, we have trips that start as little as three nights. So we do three night, four night, five night, and seven plus nights. Um, So you really just have to talk with our sales team. Tell us what you're looking for. Tell us how many nights you're cruising for. And we have um, sample itineraries on the website to let you know where the best stops are, whether you're cruising north on the canal or south on the canal. So our team is all experienced cruising with Labode. And we have a a great team who can really help build that itinerary specific to you and your family. Or do you want to be out in the wilderness for a week? Or do you want to stop at some of the small towns and have shopping? Do you want to do a beer tour? Do you want to do a winery tour? Or do you just want to go cruising for the whole week or stop and go kayaking or stand up paddleboarding, or, or bring your bikes along and and work on the trails as well.
0: Yeah. The options are really limitless uh, when you're out there. And I just also just want to, you know, cause I know somebody's thinking about this, like, what if I get in the water and I, there's, you know, I panic or something. And there was a couple of times we had to call back and the response was quick. Uh, the advice was helpful, and there was just always somebody available to help if we had questions, which was really good for calming your fears of, of taking this on. And I have to say, what an empowering, wonderful trip. I really encourage women to, to book this. So I want them to find out more about Le Boat and, uh, you, know, er, you know, all the different boats, all the different itineraries, of course, in Canada and Europe. So where can they do that, Lisa?
5: They just have to visit our website at uh, www.leboat.ca. Um, That'll have all the information that you're looking for, including our telephone number. And also be sure to check out our special offers tab and see if there's any current deals and sign up for our newsletter. So you're the first to learn about any flash sales or um, local discounts that we might be offering so you can get the best deal for your summer holiday. Incredible. Well, I know uh, you've got some raving fans after uh, my friends and I
0: were out there, so we'll definitely be back. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lisa.
5: No problem. And thank you. And we look forward to welcoming you on board next year somewhere in Europe.
0: Jennifer Geneve is a married mom of two, an entrepreneur, both as director of operations at Levine Natural Skin Care, where she works with her mom, Linda, who founded the company with her, as well as owning a custom cabinetry and renovations business with her husband. That is not why she's here, though, today. She is joining me to discuss a journey she took that started a couple of years ago when she found herself unsatisfied with how she was running her life and hit the pause button. She made a conscious decision to take time to look for what was missing and improve what didn't feel right, and has changed a number of aspects of her life, including a daily hiking and running streak that began August 21st, 2020, and is now at 700 days straight. She joins me now to discuss. Welcome to the show, Jen.
6: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I gotta say 700 days straight of hiking and running. So I just wanna be clear, is this... You vary it between walking and running. You're not hardcore running every day, are you? Yeah,
6: well, having having started this August 21st, 2020, I've changed in my fitness level along the way. So it was a lot of walking to begin with, which developed into some hiking and running and and uh, kept going until I actually ended up doing a half
0: marathon a couple months ago. Wow, good for you. That's amazing. So, so tell me then what this one commitment is, how, what other things has, has it affected in your life from just committing to this one thing?
6: It's really affected how I look at every day and what is possible in terms of staying positive. You know, even if I'm having a bad day, I still know that I'm going to get out and do this wonderful thing for myself, get out in nature and get some fresh air and see people. And it, it feels great every day even when maybe the day didn't start out the best.
0: How do you, but I mean, there must be days where you sit there and go, like, I don't want to do this. I can't even think about going out today. Or it's raining, or it's, you know, brutal weather. How do you, how do you push through that? I think once I had gotten through, I don't know if I
6: mentioned this, initially, it was a 50 day goal. And so I think, 50 days can present so many different possibilities in terms of weather and your mood and your energy level, all of these things. Once I got through all of those types of things, none of them were going to stop me. Not a bad day, a cold day, uh, not snow. There was a really icy day in January here in Vancouver uh, where it was pretty hard to to even walk outside. But, um, you know, it's just it's a matter of once you've, you've made your way through any sort of element that's challenging like that, they're kind of There isn't
0: a reason not to go now. It's funny you get that, you know, you do get that momentum going and it's hard to stop. But do you also now have like almost a fear of stopping? I have been asked that.
6: I'm not sure what's going to bring it to a stop at some point. I did say to my husband, I don't think it's ever just going to be a day that I don't feel like going because I've pushed through so many of those. I think it's probably going to be a holiday or something that will break the streak eventually.
0: So, was there any other habits then that you sort of have now? Uh, because, you know, we often say, like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And, you know, we overcommit. <laughs> But now that you, this is clearly a daily habit for you, are there other habits that you've incorporated into your life that have changed things for you? Yeah,
6: actually, you know, this all came about during a period of sort of unrest or discontent that I was feeling in my life. And this habit of daily exercise was strongly recommended to me by my doctor. And um, along with that, I adopted a whole bunch of other habits. And and a big one was sleep. Um, also, just going right to simple ones like eating well and water intake um, I had this real deep desire to get back to reading and I just felt like my focus was really broken from I think it's just all the things that we we, we look at our phones little short articles little captions and all these things we see on social media I, I changed a lot of things um wellness wise and just wanting to really take care of me self-care
0: and um, Everything from reading to nutrition to exercise, all of it. You really, um, I felt that one where you said about reading because I love books and I feel like my attention is so split on so many different platforms on social media and then, you know, that I have a very hard time now focusing. So I love that you actually brought that in because I think what we're seeing in our society is almost this... um, we're creating ADHD in our lives where, you know, we didn't necessarily have it before. We're almost making it happen, uh, which is crazy. So how are, have you, have you found that you've inspired other people to follow in your footsteps almost literally?
6: <laughs> I yeah, actually I, I have. And I was really surprised by that. I've had people reach out to me by phone. I've bumped into people on the hiking path and, and had them say just beautiful things to me. I never, in, I never expected to inspire people in this way, and then actually, once I I've had that confirmation from people, it just made me really want to help others to do the same. And I've heard all kinds of cool things about people starting up new exercise regimes. Actually, a coworker and friend of mine started doing yoga every day for a year after I started this uh, fitness streak. So. Um, she's completed 365 days straight of yoga. I've had other friends call me just for a good chat because they're looking for some positive inspiration. It's been really neat.
0: I, oh, I love this. I, I, I'm feeling inspired myself. Um, we, I want people to be able to find you and, and follow your journey um, and also, you know, find your skincare business because you have this amazing natural skincare business, uh, Canadian uh, cruelty free, uh, vegan. So tell like tell people where they can find you and follow the journey but also find your business.
6: Oh thank you. Um, Levine Natural Skincare is carried in uh, over 700 stores across Canada and US. a lot of natural and health retailers and pharmacies as well as many uh, online retailers as well. They can follow us also on Instagram or TikTok at Levine Naturals. And uh, for my own journey, the health side of things and wellness, um, I can be found at Jen Geneve
0: on both TikTok and Instagram. Incredible. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing this story. I am sure that you have inspired others today. Thank you.
6: Thank you so much for having me. I hope that I have.
0: We are all feeling this squeeze financially, with inflation soaring and supply chain issues driving prices higher. Thankfully, my next guest, Kathleen Cassidy, is here to help. An extreme couponer, freebie lover, and a financial friend to all, Kathleen runs a Living on a Loony on social media. Every week, she takes us through tips and tricks of how to save money in Canada and even get stuff for free, my favorite F-word. Welcome to the show, Kathleen.
7: Hello. Thank you so much for
0: having me. Why did you start this account? Have you always been what I would call a bargain betty? Uh, I would say yes, honestly. Even from a young age,
7: coupons always fascinated me, which is definitely weird. Um, But definitely the financial hardships of going to university and realizing how expensive the world is really made me an extreme couponer.
0: So how would you define
7: extreme? Give me an example. Uh, I love to get tons of stuff for free. A lot of the times, even if I don't necessarily use it myself, I will still get it if it's free and then donate it or give it to others who can use that product. Um, but I love getting basically anything for free. If you want to you know, pay me to take something out of the store 100%, what better deal is there than that?
0: Um, I, I really love that you said you give back Um, Can you explain to me how you do that with couponing? Yes. So again, a lot of couponing you can do and you can get stuff
7: for super cheap or completely free. So one of my favorite things to do is donate within my community. A lot of different shelters you can work with within your area, whether it's a food shelter, a homeless shelter, uh, there's lots of different organizations within your community you can connect with. A lot of the time they have standard lists that they can outline for you of what the shelters need. And sometimes, you know, they'll kind of take everything and definitely find a place and a person in need for it.
0: Do you think there is a renewed interest in couponing now with the economy being the way it is?
7: I definitely think for sure. uh, People, you know, their money is getting stretched further. The prices uh, keep going up, but your paycheck doesn't always reflect that. So I think for sure that people are trying to find savvy ways to earn money and how to keep it in their pocket more. So I think couponing is a great element. You don't just have to use paper coupons. There's a lot of electronic deals out there nowadays as well that people are taking advantage of.
0: Uh, That was actually what I I, I did want to ask you about that. So where are the best places to find uh, coupons?
7: So I would say if you're looking for normal coupons, a lot of grocery stores and drug stores have them for sure. Um, but a lot of people, like I just said, are turning electronically. So there's cashback apps such as Checkout 51, Cattle, and Eclipsa. Those are great places. If you're looking to kind of earn money right away, I definitely recommend price matching. There's flyer apps that have it all on your phone, such as Flip or Rebee, And you can do that at select stores such as No Frills or Real Canadian Superstore.
0: So do you think there's a misconception about couponing then?
7: I think for sure.
0: I think, you know, um, presenting
7: myself on social media, you definitely get some feedback. And I think, you know, my main message out there is to not worry about what others think. At the end of the day, it's your money. And if you're being smart by using coupons or cashback apps or price matching to keep that money in your pocket, why wouldn't you want to do that if you have a little bit of extra time effort, honestly, couponing and saving money is a great hobby. And then I have a bunch of leftover money that I didn't spend on groceries to go do things that I want with my friends and family.
0: Okay, you have a number one tip for people to start saving money in Canada.
4: What is that?
7: Honestly, I think my number one tip is that You learn by seeing and doing. So there's tons of great resources online, tons of great social media pages, YouTube content, and articles online that just want to help people save money. A lot of people post this, whether it's on social channels or red flag deals. And if you're looking to save money, you need to start to understand how to do that. And the best way is by seeing what people are doing and mimicking those deals yourself.
0: Are there groups that um, so where people actually swap coupons or swap deals? Yes. So we see a lot of
7: groups like that on social media where we share deals um, publicly. There's also like coupon trading groups specifically on outlets such as Facebook. And I would say, again, Red Flag Deals has been around forever, almost it feels like. But another great place to definitely pick up on some deals and see what's happening, where you can get stuff for free and where you can save money.
0: I follow you on social media. Uh so I have been watching all of your great tips at all of the stores and you seem to be out everywhere uh flagging them for people but I want people to be able to find you uh themselves so where can they connect with you
7: Yes on Instagram and TikTok Living on a Looney there those are mostly where I break down our deals of the week and then I'm also on Facebook as well
0: Okay thank you very much for joining me today Kathleen Thank you again that's it for What She Said for this week. Stay up to date with our newsletter by signing up at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. And be sure to follow on social at WhatSheSaidTalk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for videos of these interviews and more. Finally, be sure to subscribe to What She Said with Candace Sampson on Apple and Spotify to re-listen to this episode and find full details for all of today's guests. I'll be back next week with more What She Said on 105.9 The Region.